Wow, I really have to record a whole 20 minute section that I just recorded of this podcast. Now I understand why people say podcasting is a lot of work. It's not just sitting down at your, for me, phone. But damn, that's annoying. So let me kick off this first episode of my podcast by repeating what I just said. (laughs) You obviously haven't heard it because the clip deleted, but... Welcome to my podcast. Uh, I'm not really sure what I'm going to name this yet. But I have been... Oh, my name is Erica. I feel like anybody who's listening to this podcast at first is probably someone that knows me or probably someone from my Instagram or Twitter probably won't have a single listener for a long time. But my name is Erica. I'm a young woman living by my... Well, not living by myself. Fuck Hannah, I'm sorry. (laughs) Did not mean to disrespect you like that, but living my own life and just trying trying to make sense of the world. I've decided to make a podcast because I have been thinking about it since like last year, end of last year. I have been saying it to people that I should make a podcast because I just have a lot of thoughts and feelings and opinions on pretty much everything um and I just I have a lot to say (laughs) if you know me you know I have a lot to say and that I like to create things or like post things or yeah I feel like this podcast is somewhere that I'm going to just come to rant I think or talk about things that interest me and I I recorded a whole 20-minute section just there on the fact that Tory Lanez has just come out and released a new album dissecting the situation with him and Meg Thee Stallion. So before I get into that, I just want to say, let me just let me just keep going with my intro, <laughs> my, my long-ass intro. I love podcasts. Like, I really can't get enough of podcasts I feel like no matter what podcast I'm recommended I always bait through them and never finish or and I'm always up to date and so I never have a new podcast to start or like new episodes to listen to I always feel like podcasts just fly by for me and sometimes I don't always love a podcast like I think the kind of podcast that I like is the kind of podcast that I want to create which is something probably like solo or maybe with the occasional guest Because for me, I mean, this isn't for everyone, but I like a podcast that feels very conversational. And sometimes when people have guests, yes, I mean, it's literally a conversation, but I don't know these guests. I didn't commit to their lives. Like, I haven't tuned in for them. I usually have tuned in for the person talking to them. But who knows, maybe down the line, if I do even upload this episode or if I do even decide to continue with the podcast, because I'm very inconsistent with the things I create, um, that perhaps I can have people on that I like, I do want to get my friend Shanice on there. Shanice, if you're listening, you know, I want to have a sit down with you. Um, but I don't really, I don't really know. I want to have a podcast that feels like you're just tuning in with a friend. Like I'm literally sitting at my Uh, sitting room table in my fluffy red and white heart pajamas giving me very um like Alice in Wonderland queen vibes what I don't I don't know that movie I don't I don't know that man (laughs) but I don't know that movie but uh yeah and then yellow sweater that actually Shanice's boyfriend gave me at our clothes swap event that we held anyway I'm getting off track essentially what I want to create with this podcast 
this is me stirring my iced coffee, is a very like conversational, just like I'm going to throw this on in the background and just like listen to someone shoot the shit because that's the kind of podcast that I like. I obviously like podcasts that are super informative and addressing topics. So I'm just going to try create the podcast that I would like to listen to and also um, keep it engaging and hopefully somewhat entertaining. So if you have even made it this far, how many minutes in am I into this recording? Four minutes. Thank you. And hopefully I can provide some entertainment or it's just a like a break from the monotony and the weirdness of the world that's going on right now. And yeah, let me just get into my first, but low-key second, <laughs> rant on this Tory Lanez situation. This guy has some nerve. <laughs> Let me just start again with the fact that this guy has some fucking nerve to have come out here less than 48 hours after the Breonna Taylor verdict, which I will get into. And and and, and claim that Megan basically is lying. Like he made this whole album which i did listen to he's he's uploaded it to all platforms but we're not streaming it we're streaming it on spotify only where there's no revenue going to him i don't think um hold on let me just take a sip of my coffee okay yeah so he made this album and it's so antagonizing like the fact that he even posted on twitter being all sorry i'm trying to you know what actually this is my podcast i'm not gonna try to be balanced and fair if i don't need to even though we are in libra season and we should be being balanced but again i'll get into libra season energy later um whew. the fact that he posted on twitter being like at 9 p.m i'm dropping something respectfully i'll come back to you later some shit like this it's like you know the world is going to be waiting to hear what this is megan is going to be waiting to hear what this is and it's just so like i just don't i just don't enjoy it like i don't like that move could have just dropped it out of nowhere and then tweeted but you had us all well you had people waiting i wasn't waiting i was asleep i wasn't checking for tory lanes at all he's not on my radar anymore and I want to put it out there that, Tori, at one point you were on my radar. At one point you were there. You were providing some sexy mm, R&B vibes that, because Chris Brown, we don't even, it's the first and last time I'll ever mention his name on this podcast, uh, used to do that for the girls. But now it's it was you, Tori, and I gave you that space. And one day, that song slaps. Like, that song is really sexy. But you... But you went and shot a woman. Like, mm, it's just disgusting. Absolutely gross behavior. And this whole album, I streamed it on Spotify and simultaneously I was looking at all the hashtag, or I was on the Twitter. I was on the Twitter. <laughs> I was on Twitter uh, under the Tory lanes, like he was trending naturally. And first of all, I saw someone's username was Pegan the Stallion, which I thought was so funny. Um, <clears throat> Twitter just hits like Twitter is where all the comedians are hiding because they're just it's it's just the place for the funniness like and if you see anything funny on Instagram even in probably on Reddit like it comes from Twitter like Twitter is that girl Twitter is the spot anyway 
So everyone was Twitter fingering it up. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> everyone was like, there, that's my uh, acrylic nail typing sound. ASMR podcast too, by the way, in case you didn't know. Now you know. Um, what am I saying? Twitter was all a lot talking about how, mm, yeah, Tori has made some points. How does Megan know that he was the one that shot her if she was walking away? Tori was the one who was charged with having a gun. Like, what part of that doesn't make sense to you? Like, there were four people in the scenario. So you, you mean to tell me that was probably Tori's friend that shot her? I mean, none of my friends would be shooting anyone, you know? And I know Tor- Tori ain't even about that life. Like, Tori's not even a gangster like that. I don't know anything about the- <laughs> I don't know anything about gangster life either. <laughs> Me sitting in my little, like, white privilege bubble here. I don't know anything about it. But if my friends were out, like, gangbanging and shooting and stuff they wouldn't be my friends like we don't associate with that shit especially not with people that hurt women like and Tori has been known to lay his hands on women and be a bit abusive and now I just feel like he's doing there's like overt abuse like which is just like very plain and simple like what you see and you have like covert abuse which is that little bit of hidden abuse and I feel like that's what he's doing at the moment. I mean, the album is, like, out there now. But the fact that he, like, the fact that he hinted at it and then had the world waiting, essentially, and then comes on and says, Megan, you were lying. I loved you, though. So, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. But he, in a few of the songs, addressed the fact that, like, him and Megan had a thing and he used to fly out to see her and she used to fly out to see him and... Then she was just so drunk at this party that she didn't realize that he was, yeah, he was, and he says this with his whole chest in a song that, yeah, I was flirting, you were, you were mad that I was flirting with Kylie and of course I was flirting with her because she has an angel face and I have long had a crush on her, but you were drunk so you couldn't see that I was just flirting or that it wasn't serious. Um, first of all, don't make it seem like Megan was the like, angry black woman in the situation if you were sleeping with Megan first of all you should be counting your blessings and second of all you're gonna flirt with someone in front of someone that you were hooking up with like the absolute disrespect and then give out that she would have been annoyed about it oh my god like the levels of foolery that this man is pulling is something else and so I didn't even go on to f- listen to the, the whole album because Childish was like, and who am I to say child? There you go. I'm even like co-opting black slang or whatever, African-American vernacular. Like, excuse the white privilege jumping out of me there that I could even think I could pull that off. Um, he, uh, he, he expected people to be listening to 17 songs. Like... And I mean, there are people that are definitely listening to it to get some like knowledge, background knowledge on the whole situation that happened. But I wasn't going to be one of them. Tori, you're a mess. Please just like disappear off the face of the earth. Even though in in the songs I did listen to, he was saying that you're never going to keep this black man down. Like he even he even goes so far as to say, "Oh, you're trying to cancel." Or Chris Brown, who has basic 
I don't know the words. I'm not looking them up. But the lyrics. He said something about like Chris Brown has reformed himself. And you're still trying to cancel him. Like you'll never give him space. It's like. Uh, tell me at which point did he reform himself. Sorry for bringing his name up again. But tell me at which point did he reform himself. When he was five years later. Or two, three. I don't even know. However long after he beat the shit out of my girl Riri. Was he not, like, was there not a restraining order filed against him by his ex Carucci? Like, this man is a serial abuser. And the fact that Tory Lanez is, like, even mentioning him in a song just goes to show that, like, yeah, it's like birds of a feather flock together. Is that the saying? Like, you are in good company there if you're an abuser. You're definitely hanging with the right folks then because, yeah, it's trashy. It's a really bad look, Tory. And yeah, so the whole album is basically like, yeah, Megan, I really cared about you. I loved you. I would never do anything to hurt you. But yet I'm going to turn it around on you that you're the one who went too public with this too fast. Like you should have just said it straight out to me. Like if someone shot me, ooh, if someone, someone shot me, I would have put them on blast. Like, of course we're not we're no 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 what part of why is it that the woman has to be civilized and like demure about what she's doing whereas the guy is like i'm literally shooting you but you have to keep it low-key like the leaps of logic i just they just disgust me (laughs) and so i just want to say that this is all just a bit too too much for me right now like the fact that and i don't want to be like white savior on this i really don't um, I tried to do a lot of work on, you know, appreciating black culture and I really do. And that's the second part of this podcast. I just want to say thank you to all the black people that I uh, I support and that I listen to and that have contributed to the betterment of my life um, through their music, through their art, whatever. But the fact that like this is all happening when... Two days ago, we get the verdict that Brianna Taylor's killers are going scot-free, basically. Like, it's just like, how tiring must it be to be black in America? How tiring and exhausting and draining must it be to be a, a black woman in America? I mean, there's racism everywhere, unfortunately. Like, I, I don't know. I will never know. And... I don't know how it is for even black people in the Netherlands here, for example. I know that in Ireland, Ireland is still... I'm Irish, by the way, if anyone that's not from my socials or from that knows me, I'm Irish. Like, Ireland is incredibly racist. Like, and uh, I just remember growing up and like, <laughs> sorry, sorry, dad, I love you. I love you so much. You are my best friend. But growing up, I used to remember my father would be like, oh, there's a chocolate man when we'd be going into the, the next town over to do our grocery shopping or whatever. And I'd be like, dad, you can't be saying that. I remember being a kid and be like, dad, you can't be saying that. Because it just never made sense to me. Like, why would you even bother acknowledging it? Just like let people live. Um, And so I just feel like there's racism everywhere, rampant racism everywhere. In the Netherlands, there's like Swarte Piet, which is like Black Piet. So on at Christmas... There's this tradition that, yeah, everyone puts, like, black paint on their face because it's meant to be, quote, the soot from the chimney. But, like, it's just so racist. 
Um, and these things are still debates for some reason. Like the fact that people think that Svartapit is a tradition, so it should be maintained. But like slavery was a tradition too. Like what? Like <laughs> where does why why would you even try and argue for it it makes no sense it just shows your ass to be honest so i just feel like in these great times of discourse around racism and like we're really starting to see people kind of wake up to racism and in some some ways i think that that's making people slightly more racist like when you see non-black people talking about black people's hair that's that shouldn't be something you have an opinion on like just because you know that there's a culture around hair in a like i don't know black people's lives that doesn't mean you have any you should have any single opinion on it it doesn't affect you whatsoever like it it frustrates me because i'm like why would you even waste your time and have an opinion on something that really doesn't affect you but obviously racism racism affects our friends our fam like family members i don't know not my family but like we obviously have to call people out on racism and i'll do it all day i will do it all fucking day but you don't there's a lot of things that oh sorry <laughs> why am i apologizing this is my podcast i can be messy if i want um wh- why are people so stupid sometimes (laughs) and I hate to say it but sometimes I just really think that if there is a god he really dished out the brains to only a select few like some people are brain dead (laughs) is this really too much for a podcast I don't know but I'm just like I have a lot of anger in me right now and I think if you don't you are you're you're obviously if you're not angry then what are you because the times that we're living in or we're experiencing and living in and seeing and witnessing are so frustrating and yeah I'm mad and that's what I have to say about that to be honest that's all I can really say because there are not enough words just to like appropriately highlight my feelings on how wrong it is that this is going on and basically nothing's being done about it like it's really frustrating and I try to use my privilege wherever I can to help to I don't know like raise awareness to and I'm not doing it on social media all that terribly often you don't see me posting on social media about all these issues but I do it in real life. Like, no one around me is allowed to be racist. Like, <laughs> if I hear even, like, that covert racism, that, like, tiny, like, those microaggressions, you're done. You're you're being called out. Like, I will flat out. I will do it to, I work in a store. Like, I will do it to customers. Sorry if my bosses listen to this. The customer is not always right, though. Like, to be honest. Um... I have called out people for using the N-word while I was working. I have called people out for being racist. I have called people out for... Like, you're not safe around me if you're being racist. Like, (laughs) that's the tea on that. But that's all I feel like I have in my power to do right now. Because, I mean, raising awareness on social media seems so performative to me right now. 
I like if anyone that's listening to this knows a better way of helping, please like let me know. Donating is all well and good, but I want to know that there's real change happening and yeah. So I'm just going to leave it there for the moment because I do want to get into Libra season energy and why this all just seems so the timing of this is all very aligned and like alignment doesn't necessarily mean positive it can mean positive but if what has been coming is negative and what has been given is negative the alignment will align with that if that makes sense So that's how I feel about this whole Tory Lanes and Megan situation. And for this part of the podcast, I think I just want to shout out and say thank you to all the black women that I listen to. And that, I mean, I wish I could shout out all the black women in the world, but I don't want to be like so like pandering or ped- is pedantic the word I'm looking for right now? Because it's just like kind of trendy to support black women or black women um and that's not that's very (laughs) like the meme meme goes it smells performative up in here like and I'm not I'm not doing it but I do want to say like a deep sincere thank you and like feel like really feel this in my heart right now the gratitude that I have for the black women that I'm I'm listening to predominantly black women at the moment like the fact that it's basically the time that women have come to shine and rap love it very much here for that and I just want to say I'm so grateful they're giving me bops they're giving me anthems they're giving me gym music they're giving me music to listen to when I'm sad like really I feel so grateful for the black women that I've ever known um for the black women that I listen to and support for the black women in my life though I must say like there's like only a few um and my like my friend Jad love you girl you're my ride or die but I just want to say yeah I feel really at a loss for words sometimes when I see all of the mistreatment that happens and then when I see the discourse on Twitter about it because I mean it's a struggle I will never know ever and there's still things that we learn about the culture of black people or specifically african-american culture since it's being co-opted by the world at the moment and like black women have so many things that white women will never be privy to and that's luckily for some it's a blessing because yeah like there's just disgraceful racism like absolutely abysmal things happening to women around the world and black women just get subject to so much of it and yeah that Malcolm X quote that goes around that's going around that's talking about the most disrespected woman in America as the black woman like I can only imagine the, the the levels of truth to that when I see things like the Breonna Taylor case where <sighs> it's so sickening like I it feels like a kick in the teeth for me over here in my like castle of white privilege and I just see the the fact that this woman was literally lying in her bed and these police like gathered oh my god I'm getting very very sad about it 
but these these police just like gathered outside her house and then stormed in and shot at her i mean the story goes that they were shot at first and therefore they just had to release a shower of fucking like 20 bullets on this poor woman and then uh get charged with maybe firing into a neighbor's house <laughs> like the like and i just have so many thoughts about it because i will never know the level of racism like i will never know racism like i will just never know it so i can't sit here and say like oh my god i experienced racism i don't like and the things that happen to me in my daily life sometimes i check myself and i'm like wow this was completely on the back of me being a white woman but when I think about the fact that this woman was just in her bed just like oh my god it's very upsetting and the fact that the whole world was watching like the whole entire world was watching this case unfold and begging everyone to say her name and like she became used as a meme she became used as like promotional content it was all like oh fuck what, what some dumb shit on instagram that was like uh like oh you should register to vote and also demand justice for brianna taylor or like insert cute and quirky thing and also demand justice for brianna taylor like it was just like an add-on onto all this corporate bullshit and it made so many people money because everyone was like, yeah, I'm an activist by supporting this. No, baby, you're not. I'm not even an activist. Like, I'm not I'm not engaging in activism on the daily. But, like, don't claim that sharing something on Twitter or Instagram is doing activism. Like, no. And then, whew, I'm getting real pissed off right now. And the fact then that, like, a man comes out after shooting a black woman and then denies it to the ground and people are supporting him. Like, I just, I think that this is all a bit too on the nose, too rich for me. Let me just have some coffee because I'm honestly getting stressed. Mm. So it just feels like, feels draining to think about it and I don't know anything about it like I'm not in America I'm not black I'm not a black woman but I'm tired like I'm tired of hearing about it and that doesn't mean like I'm tired fuck's sake would they ever just shut up about this racism no I'm, I'm tired of hearing the cruel stories like I do actually remember and this is not to be like wow Erica you've been woke no but I have been like back when uh, Trayvon Martin was killed and I had my first Instagram page which has since been deleted my first post was that picture of him in the hoodie and it was just like demanding justice for him like because it really gets to me that there's this whole system built around the like suppression and oppression of people and there's no let up like and the way that america influences the rest of the world is frightening like this country america is just honestly responsible for a lot of the way the world is going at the moment first of all a lot of like right-wing and fascist groups are making their way up in the world like the what who's the guy in brazil like bolsonaro or balls balls of whatever like whoever he is prick um the like the rise of the right wing in ireland like i just see 
so much of it coming up and it's becoming like a way of emboldening people like people are seeing what's happening in america and seeing that nothing's really being done that the president is outright racist and people are like well actually i do have a problem with immigrants i do have a problem with black people these refugees like they don't deserve somewhere like it's really fucked up and then like oh there's just so much and the fact that this is all happening at the start of libra season well let me get into libra season because it definitely fits so libra season let's just discuss libra as a whole libra is the sign of the scales it's the sign of balance it's the sign of justice ironically which is why it's just mm, the timing of this Libra Libra season comes in after Virgo season, like we've had Virgo season just there, which is all the cleaning up the mess and discerning what needs to be worked on after Leo season, like all of the seasons like flow into each other for a reason, right? And so we've had a, obviously we've had a very abnormal year, like it's not been it's unprecedented to use the fucking buzzword of the year um but we yeah like libra season comes in after virgo because virgo is discerning okay leo season is always messy like it's the height of the summer it's good times we're having fun let's move from our hearts let's be wild let's just enjoy our lives and then you have virgo season which is back to school season essentially it's the start of september right it's like okay let's let's actually now we've got we've done the moving from the heart that we've done from our leo season now we gotta discern and logically plan out what we are using going forward and that's what virgo season does it's like a cleaning up it's a refining of what's going on from or what's being taken over from the previous few seasons and now we're in Libra season, which is all about finding the balance of, okay, well, I know what I want. I've done my discernment. I have checked out exactly what it is that I am, I'm taking with me for the rest of the year and for the future. But now I'm going to, again, I'm going to refine it further. I'm going to look at it through the lens of balance and fairness and equity and see, okay, this is what I like because Libra is ruled by Venus, right? And Venus is the planet of aesthetics. It's about what I value. It's about what you love aesthetically. It's more of like a visual, but also aesthetic um, planet. It's very much about the, the finer things in life. Like you won't find really an ugly Libra, to be honest. Like I've met some like unattractive Libras, but they still like people that I don't find attractive but they still have a way of presenting themselves that is just so beautiful and refined like and libra is a problematic dude like they can't make a decision like they have no and the thing is like that that doesn't mean that they're weak but they really will let a decision fly like they won't be the one to make the decision even though it is the sign of justice right And so sometimes because Libra are too busy weighing up the pros and the cons and like trying to be so fair and trying to see all sides of it, that shit gets done wrong. And that's why Libra is like, we love her. She's beautiful, but 
Libra is not for me. Like, and I say, <laughs> it's funny, like, I'm an Aries, so, and anyone who knows me knows that I am the quintessential Aries. And Libra and Aries are opposites on the, the zodiac, and in the zodiac, they're like sister signs, so they, they both want justice. Um, because the sister sign is the sign that's opposite you, and let's say the wheel. And they, Aries wants justice for the self and for like the underdog, let's say. Like, Aries is the sign of like, I can do it, I'm gonna get it done, but if I see injustice, like, I will fight for you. <laughs> That's what Aries does. Whereas Libra is kind of like justice for the whole. It's more of like, let's be diplomatic about this. Like, let's see if we can reach a common ground. And in times where there's really no justice, that's not acceptable. So that's where Libra falls short, in my opinion. Like, Libra is beautiful. We love, we love her for the aesthetics. We love the vibes. But you got to have a backbone. And Libras are not a sign to be messed with. Like, what did I see it described as? Um, like an iron fist in a velvet glove or something. Like, it's, like, presented really beautifully. But they are staunch or, like, strong in their opinion sometimes. But because they're often too busy weighing up the pros and the cons of a situation that they then end up like like what is the what is the thing i hear like fumbling the bag like they end up like just not coming through and yeah that's where they fall short but again there are such pros and cons to every sign and every season and libra i don't know the fact that libra season is like ushering in this sense of injustice doesn't just feel like oh like a coincidence I feel like with all the planets that are retrograding that we've got a big Saturn transit which is like heavy duty like Saturn is the planet of restrictions and uncomfortable change and hard work Saturn rules Capricorn which is also the sign of hard work and diligence and like kind of being a bit rigid like Saturn is like I want change and I want you to put in the work and I don't give a shit how uncomfortable it is and so when we have this big Saturn transit that's going on right now and we have a lot of planets retrograding with uh, Mars retrograding which is the planet of action there's a lot of things that are going on astrologically and I know astrology isn't for everyone but <clears throat> and I, I also know what people think of people that like astrology it's like yeah, people who like astrology are just looking for the answers and they also have like basically they're unstable in their own lives like yeah of course but we're all unstable in our own lives like I don't know a single person who's got it completely figured out but I just can't like what's how am I trying to say what am I trying to say I can't push the fact to the side that the sun has like legitimate like powers essentially over the growth of things like how we literally thrive when the sunshine is like when there's sunshine like plants needed to survive like the water and the moon like these are all linked you can't tell me that the movement of these huge bodies of energy up in the plant up in the sky don't have some sort of like almost magnetic pull on the energy below so I don't know I'm really far into my astrology journey like I still don't know how to do the maths on it like my the conjunctions and the squares and all that shit no it's not for me it's too much maths and if anybody knows me they know that maths and I were not the best of friends <laughs> but there's a science to it 
and when I feel like <laughs> when, what I observe always aligns with what's going on in the planets and I have people say to me and I will have like a slew of people mention to me like oh, I've been feeling really drained these past few days or like my energy is so low or have you felt the shift in energy like it's like I feel really positive and I'm like let me tell you what's going on in the stars and let me see how do you feel about it then because that makes sense so rant aside there um what's going on in the planets is really affecting what's going on now and you can look back to some of my astrologers if you need to. You can go look up Bahati Life and you can look up Jessica Lignato. She's got a great podcast that I listen to every week called Ghost of a Podcast. They've been predicting this for a long time. A lot of astrologers have been predicting that 20, 2020 would have disease. It would have fire. It would have like massive changes. Like things that, I mean, I remember last year when I was watching Bahati Life's video and she was like really upset essentially talking about what's going to happen in 2020 she's like this is not like anything we've ever seen before like the things that are going to happen in 2020 are they're they're monumental and a lot of the way the planets are moving now we're looking for change like we really can't keep going this way and so that's on every level like socially we can't keep going the way that we are people don't like each other anymore you see that with the way that men and women are and i'm just speaking from like a cishet perspective i only know dating men and engaging with them on that level so men and women don't really like each other anymore i'll be my first i'll be the first to put up my hand and say like i don't really like men as a whole <laughs> sorry if you're a man listening to this but like I have had mostly unpleasant experiences when it has come to romance. I've had mostly unpleasant experiences with men in general, besides the very few men that I keep in my circle. And you guys know who you are if you're also listening. I doubt any single one of them is listening. But I've come to learn that a lot of the men that I engage with will only one give me the time of day if I look well or two will only engage with me if they want something from that engagement and that's usually sex or I don't know to further getting someone one of my friends I don't fucking know but like over time the experiences that I've had with men have been majorly unpleasant and I don't have any daddy issues like I'm best friends with my father like we really are like if anything I should have such an amazing relationship with men because I had such an amazing relationship with my father but men are really for the streets <laughs> and then men are now also since me too happened gosh the me too movement I I'm not gonna get into what I think about the me too movement because I was going through something really relevant to the me too movement when it happened I was living in Abu Dhabi and something had happened to me and I'm not gonna get into it but I I didn't have the mental space to absorb what was going on at that time so that literally happened at the time that the me, me too movement happened but that was like the worst thing that's ever happened to men so far in this age because men are now bitter at women for openly discussing their experiences and I I think it's dead right like women need to discuss their experiences there's you're not going to hear a single other critique from me about that but men (laughs) men are now afraid of women and I've talked to there was one guy I talked to before and he was talking about how 
men used to know their role like men used to know that they were the provider that they were the people who like held down the family but we're not in 1820 anymore love like you know women are out there and we're really showing up and showing out in this world and making our mark on the world and have been making our mark on the world for hundreds of years but you just never wanted to acknowledge it because you wanted to oppress people but now men are emboldened by yeah like the negative right-wing side of things and therefore there's just like a clash of the the these two genders in specific in particular like uh, all all gender non-conforming and like non-binary people are excluded from this conversation in from my I'm only speaking from my experience and also probably like femme looking gender non-conforming people probably still experience the sexism that women cis women um experience you know so like it's not like you're suddenly exempt from patriarchy if you are non-binary if you still if a man perceives you as feminine or like a woman you will be (laughs) you'll be uh you'll be privy unfortunately to the experience that we go through but yeah so that's my opinion (laughs) and that's my perspective and i just see that like men and women they don't like each other anymore like so socially dating is fucked up right we can all agree i think that with what that's also comes with social media like women and men are constantly like looking for the next best best thing of course i'm generalizing here now by the way like i know that there are men out there that want relationships i know that there are women out there that want relationships but you see that these people on these apps they be saying that they want relationships but they're still swipe 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 when they're talking to someone you know so no one really wants to commit um and shout out to the people that do and i know a lot of people in very good healthy relationships and this is nothing on that but as a single woman who has experience with dating apps with men with dating men let me tell you it's very rarely the most pleasant experience (laughs) and i'm a good person and i've done a lot of work on myself to know that i am a good person and i'm not going to be humble about it anymore (laughs) because being humble is a way that people keep women down do you feel me so socially what's going on here is not it's not acceptable and that's only one aspect of socially but like the social and the political they're very much linked we all know this that's kind of a basic statement but the fact that politically a lot of the world leaders are extremely right-wing very racist there's a lot of corruption that has to change because that also influences the social that is basically what's influencing the social right like apart from social media but that's that's the whole episode for another day your girl is a media graduate with two media degrees like i could talk for hours about it um and i will some at some stage but yeah socially politically personally like we're all affected by what's going on in the stars and what's going on in the sky and all of the planets and the way that they're moving are asking for change but they're also asking for contemplation before that change like really deep it you know like really really deep it the mars retrograding in aries that hasn't happened since like the 1930s late 1930s where it was like we're going into war like (laughs) so 
also a lot of the transits that are happening in the planet right now they require certain things of us and what happens when we go against that energy are great repercussions like our planet can't cope with what we're doing as a society anymore like the way we're polluting the way we're not really giving a fuck the individualistic culture that most of us are breeding into like yeah it's just there's just a lot and this is scratching the surface I feel like though I'm diving in a little bit I still feel like that's only like like two percent of that surface scratched because man there's just really a lot going on and the planets are demanding to be felt like and so what I recommend and what I know to be true from my experience from the the help that I've helped others or the help that I've given to others when they've been dealing with things is that like you really have to work with the energy right so it just so happens that this complete lack of justice has been delivered at the start of Libra season. So what I see and what I feel and what I logically think when I know what Libra season is meant to do, it's meant to be diplomatic, it's meant to look for fairness, it's meant to look for justice, is that now really we're looking for justice from this point forward. And we're not going to get that from having like, I mean, voting, yes, if you're in America, vote please, because it really does affect the rest of the world. But and vote Joe Biden. I'm not here to tell you to just vote. You vote for Joe Biden, right? Because he's the best of a bad lot. I don't give a shit. Don't vote for Trump. If you do, please just leave this podcast. I don't have time for it. So we have to demand justice going forward in any time, any place that we see injustice. And therefore, in America, the only way forward is anarchy, TBH. Um, so I hope everyone is masking up and I don't know. I don't want to promote guns because I don't believe in guns being such a thing. But yeah, get violent, to be honest. <laughs> oh my God, I'll never get a sponsor on this podcast. Um, but like, you have to go with the energy. So the energy that's like present now is like energy that's fruitful for this kind of movement. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you get, do you get what I'm saying? It's like, oh, you could go with some like Martian energy, which is Mars energy. But that shit's gone retrograde. Like the energy, if you wanted to be like piling forward, no, we need justice. We need to think about things and then we need to act. And it's just, it's really a lot. It's really a lot. And that's how I feel today. I feel tired. I feel pretty lackluster, I want to say. I feel annoyed that the first thing that I experienced when I woke up this morning was Tory Lane's bitch ass coming for my girl Megan um I feel annoyed that black women are so outrightly disrespected in America probably beyond can't I can't experience I can't speak to that experience clearly I am a white woman but it's just there's so much and like on top of this all there's literally a pandemic like this this killer virus which has become a political issue question mark that's not just stopped because all the rest of these things are going on that's underscoring it all and that is a force for change and I could talk about that in another episode that would be more like spirituality focused or whatever but I just feel like and I would never ever dare to even say like 
this virus has come to teach us a lesson or whatever because people have died like we have to be sensitive to that too but it's definitely highlighting the problems in the world right like it's really showing that one the infrastructure is not there for even like this this virus yes it killed people but it's not like the fucking bubonic plague where it's if you get in contact with someone you die of like a vicious violent like i don't know skin bubbling and i don't know like your organs dissolving inside your body something really gross like that can happen and it will happen we're 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 in the time where global warming is ongoing i mean it's been ongoing but there are apparently like i remember where i read this there are diseases that have been waterborne or like bacteria or viruses or whatever that have been waterborne and like frozen in ice and essentially now because the ice caps are melting these things are like boom they're ready they're ready to attack and so this this virus which yes it ravaged communities it's also like kind of manageable like you wear a mask you stay away from people that kind of thing like right it's not like it's completely I mean it's not unavoidable but you know what I'm do you know what I'm getting at here it's like it could be worse and obviously that does not take away from the fact that it has been really tragic to a lot of people and like absolutely terrorized communities but to be honest could have been a lot worse like uh, I just oh I need to sneeze bless me is there another one no okay so we got like a a slight introduction to the problems that could have happened and can happen and are going to happen in the future but i went just went our society basically crumbled under our feet like no one was able for it so i think hmm people are waking up to the fact that this is all a lie the whole world is a scam everybody's racist like and we're looking for answers and i feel like you're not going to get the answers from the stars or the planets nothing is like for sure but you can look for guidance and you can work with the energy so my final note i think i'm done with this episode is that work with the energy of justice work with the energy of fairness but also demand reform like we have to we i feel like there's a little bit of a contradiction there because in my mind i really think the only way is anarchy and i think that america really needs to go to war with the government like and oh i saying that like that means people are dying but people are dying anyway um and me observing from my ivory tower of whiteness over here in the very privileged country of the Netherlands, it's rich for me to even spend my time speaking on this, but I think, and, and like, I don't know what it's like, I really don't, I've never even been to America, to be honest, but I have no interest in going with the, the way that it is now. But people need to rise up against the government because like this government is only like a few powerful people why can't why like what happened to the good old presidential assassinations like (laughs) 
oh my god I'm so not gonna be ever like, this podcast is never going anywhere but I just have to say it someone's gotta say it and I said what I said and I meant what I said shout out Denzel Dion for that one because I meant what I said um so yeah go with the feelings and the the energy of justice and equality and fairness demand change be an anarchist fuck the systems remember that yeah it's a really stressful time right now a lot of us are extremely privileged me being one of them i'm feeling very lucky to even be in my circumstances in like such a safe country but our days will come you know like stand up for what's right call people out on their shit with tact is what I would say in Libra season like you can do it with tact clearly I've been tactless on this podcast but we really have to start like making big moves because I'm just not I'm just this this, uh, I'm drained like I'm tired but I'm gonna leave it at that now because I don't feel like this was the most positive vibes podcast but I don't feel like faking the funk either um I feel like this podcast, it, it kind of came about randomly today. Like I just downloaded this, the Anchor app and I, yeah, essentially was like, okay, let me just do this. I've got time and this is how I'm feeling and I'm standing in that truth, but I can be positive and I will be and I have a lot of good things that I would like to share. But today is not a positive day for me. Today is very much an angry day. Like I feel irritated. I feel like I want to get so much done with my time. But I'm just like, I'm bothered. I'm honestly bothered. And if you're not angry at the circumstances, the current events, then we just can't be friends. Like... (laughs) I need someone who has these feelings too. So if you're listening to this and you were just like, what the fuck was this episode? I get it. This wasn't the most pleasant experience to listen to, I'm sure. Especially not as an introduction episode. But I'm just going to be real here. I'm always I'm always keeping it real. <laughs> but like, to be honest, too much sometimes. Um, so... Yeah, I'm going to love you and leave you now. Thank you for listening. If you listen to this whole long ass podcast, wow, go you. You deserve a little treat every single day. You deserve a little treat, but especially now after listening to this podcast. And I just want to say, yeah, you you are beautiful. (laughs) How tried is that? No, what do I want to leave this on? How do I want to leave this podcast? Mm, I want to say hmm, I actually have no thoughts right now I think I've done a massive brain dump but I just want to say if you're listening I care (laughs) about you that you thrive even within the limited circumstances I care about you and your mental health um, and I care about your spiritual wellness and I hope that this podcast could become somewhere that you come to get like a spiritual energetic cleanse or an energetic update. And I hope that, yeah, you have a better day than mine is looking, even though I could just put on a few songs here and like bop around my house. But I just really would like 
to extend love and energy to anyone listening if you've made it this far you are really a g um thank you so much once again i've turned into my father now with these like really long goodbyes but thank you and i will catch you whenever i feel like uploading again um shout out to all the black women that inspire and create and are amazing and deserve so much more than they're getting Shout out especially to Meg the Stallion. We're we're not gonna let this Tory Lanes thrive ever again. He's fully cancelled, Megan. Like <laughs> and yeah, I will talk to you all later. Bye! <laughs>